0: Welcome to Synergetic Culture, where we exist to provide practical and tangible content to help you build a synergetic culture. Here's the dichotomy, though. Culture is formed either by design or by default. A culture by design, when adopted by the people within the culture, has a multiplying effect in the way it builds the organization and the individuals within it. And this, my friends, this is a Synergetic Culture. So how do we create a culture by design? What fundamentals and tactics and principles build a Synergetic Culture? Well, you've come to the right place. So no matter where you find yourself in your career, this podcast is for you. And with that being said, let's jump into today's episode of Synergetic Culture.
1: Welcome to episode 11 of Synergetic Culture. Today's episode is called One Degree Better. My name is Adam Bieber, and I'm really grateful that you're joining me. Have you ever looked at a compass and imagined being on a boat and having to navigate only using a compass across a vast body of water? Yeah, maybe not. I know I have never really actually imagined that until I started thinking about this concept. But would you for a minute imagine... Standing on the deck of a big boat, and for some reason in my mind, I think of like an old sailboat, like Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492, like the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria, that type of boat. Can you imagine standing on the deck of that boat, getting ready to leave Spain or somewhere over in Europe and having an objective of getting to a particular destination on the Western Hemisphere? And you've got a compass and you've got this instrument that's going to help guide you. And by, by looking at a compass and a map and where you're at and using some other instruments, you know that if you plot a course heading in this specific direction, following your compass, no matter what time of the day that it is, if you follow that compass, you will arrive where you want to arrive. Okay, now if, if you've been able to picture this and wrap your mind around it, I want you to imagine what would happen if we left Europe started to leave the harbor, and for about 30 to 45 minutes, we were actually one degree off on that compass. Now, for those 30 to 45 minutes, if we were one degree off, there's a pretty solid chance that we'd be able to course correct. We'd use our map, some of the other instruments, and that compass to figure out how we can course correct to get back on track to head to our destination all the way across the vast body of water. Now, I want you to imagine... We left that harbor over in Europe somewhere, headed towards the Western Hemisphere, the United States, and we were one degree off, but we never course corrected. By the time we get all the way across that vast body of water, we would be so significantly far off from where we intended to be that it would be a huge, huge gap between where we ended up and where we want it to be. The concept for today is about what one degree difference can make in your life. Now, I know for me, sometimes I get overwhelmed when I think about a project or some major change, and I'm probably going to point back to this idea of sailing across a massive body of water as, as that project or the journey through life or the change that I want to see happen. Sometimes when I look at the grand scheme, the big scope of everything it's going to take, I get overwhelmed. I, I sometimes am crippled by everything that it's going to take in order to get to where I want to be. An example I like to use is a journey that I took not too long ago to train for a marathon. I started training for a marathon because I found this desire to accomplish this goal that is incredibly difficult and challenging. Now, I'm going to go ahead and preface this by saying I actually was not able to run the marathon. Not yet. Anyways, I got to a point in the training plan where I realized uh, with the timing of actually uh, getting really sick and then my son getting COVID and a couple other things that happened over the last Several months that when the race came, I knew there's no way I'm going to be able to run this full marathon. I hadn't executed enough of the training, but what what the training entailed was following a weekly process, a weekly plan that told me exactly how many miles I needed to run on which days of the week, and if I followed that to a T, by the time the training schedule's over, I would be ready to run a marathon. Now, um, when I started that training plan, I went out and ran the first two miles of that training schedule. And I'm not going to lie. They were brutal. They were slow. Um, I had to take a couple breaks and I felt like when I finished that first run, there was no freaking way that I'm going to be able to knock out 26.2 miles. Now, even in training for a half marathon, 13.1 miles, the average human being, I don't think maybe I'm wrong. It might just be me. But I don't think the average human being that's not in any sort of running physical shape can just walk out the door and run 13.1 miles. It's going to require some training. It's going to require some effort. It's going to require a journey to get from where I'm, start, where I'm starting to where I want to go. And when I started training for that marathon, I got a, a little bit intimidated by the training schedule that was in front of me. What I started doing was looking at the next four to five weeks ahead and going, oh, my gosh, next month, my long run is going to be 10 miles. I can't even run two right now. And what I had to do was I had to get myself focused on what is what would it take for me to just take on today's challenge? And when I think about this concept that I gave at the beginning of this episode around a compass I asked myself what would it look like for me to just be at one degree better so today I don't have to run five weeks from now's long run of 10 miles today I just have to run two that helped me to kind of process one being able to accomplish short small victories, small wins so that I could get to my goal but it helped me stay focused On Instead of making this massive change all at once and just immediately being ready to go and run, realizing that it's going to take a process and every day I'm going to try to get one degree better. Now, guess what happened over the course of that training schedule, the course of that that plan and that time frame? There were days where it'd be raining, storming, something would happen. I'd have a long day at work, something, and I would miss a running day. I'd miss one of my scheduled runs. And it's almost as if I got off course by a degree. Now, if I missed that run and then proceeded to miss run after run after run after run, then I would keep veering off my, my trajectory and my path and my course to try to get to where I wanted to be as opposed to course correcting as I go about it. Again, going back to the analogy of trying to sail across a vast body of water. Constantly correcting my course. If I get a, one degree off, I get one degree back on. And every day I try to get a little bit better. A friend of mine and uh, somebody that I had the honest pleasure of getting to uh, work alongside and work for was a guy by the name of Dr. Tim Elmore. He teaches this idea and this concept using what he calls habitudes, images that form leadership habits and attitudes. And one of them is called the 212 degrees. And the whole idea is that at 211 degrees, water is extremely hot. It's going to burn you, but it's not going to boil. It has to get one degree hotter in order for it to start boiling, to create steam. So what would it take, even if we're already proficient, awesome, uh, on the way to fantastic change, to just get one degree hotter, to get to that that boiling point of accomplishing a goal or a task or some type of shift or change that you want to see happen. Another person that I admire is a guy by the name of Andy Stanley. He's got a whole idea and concept around this. And I think he wrote a book about it. He calls it the principle of the path. And he talks about how to get from where you are to where you want to be. For me in this, journey of training for a half marathon or a marathon, I knew that where I was was a a person who had a goal and a dream of being able to cross a finish line of a marathon or half marathon. And so in order for me to accomplish that goal, I had to put myself on a path that would get me there. If I sat down, sat at home watch Netflix and never once went out and trained or ran or did anything, then I'd have a really hard time getting out there and actually accomplishing the goal and getting where I want to be. So Andy Stanley makes it super simple. In order for you to get to where you want to be, you've got to put yourself on a path that will actually get you there. And throughout his idea and concept, he talks about getting one degree better. Or one degree hotter, to to go back to Dr. Elmore's uh, analogy. See, at the beginning of this episode, I gave this concept of what if if you got one degree off and then you stayed off? Maybe for the, the short term, not a big deal, not a big impact. But for the long term, massive impact, big deal. Now, I say that because I experienced a couple of difficult weeks in my training schedule when I was working on this this half marathon and missed a bunch of runs. And then towards the end, I started to get back on track and did some course correcting. But it became very evident, very, very physically evident, the consequences that took place when I didn't course correct immediately, when I started to make changes after being off course for a long time, it became difficult. It was a lot harder. Now, was it possible? Absolutely. So getting off track, getting one degree off for a long period of time can have a massive devastating impact, but the same is true to the opposite. Getting one degree hotter, getting one degree Better, back on track. Aligning yourself on the path to get to where you want to go. Course correcting daily to get there. That has massive long term change and effect. Whenever I think about big goals, running this half marathon, maybe their career goals. Maybe it's, it's a physical fitness type of goal, similar to the marathon. Maybe it's a weight loss goal. Maybe it's just a lifestyle, habits that you want to build into your, into your routine. Sometimes it's really hard to know where you want to end up, but to actually make the change on a daily basis to get there. So my encouragement to you is to think in terms of small, incremental changes over long periods of time. Now, this goes against everything that our culture tells us uh, with regards to instant gratification. We're in a microwave generation. It's so easy to instantly get access to information, to results, to even even uh, uh, food. I can sit on my couch and order food from my phone and it shows up at my door. Instant gratification, quick results, quick turnaround. That's conditioned us as people to struggle when it, when it, when something takes a lot of time to accomplish the most rewarding things in life come at a cost that takes time, that takes energy and effort and small incremental changes over long periods of time to create the most impact. So my question to you as I wrap this up is what would it look like for you to simply get one degree better. Now, I'm not even asking you to assess your life or your, your work, uh, life balance, your, your career goals. Don't have to do an entire scope of your entire life. But let's start with just one category, one area. One area of improvement. Now, once you have that one area in mind, I want you to think of one small change that you could make. A few years ago, I wanted to make some habitual changes in my life. And I thought, you know, at some point I would like to be this level of physical fitness, this this type of routine, this, 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 this. And I had all these goals. And it's it's incredible to list them all out. But what I did was I started attacking them with small incremental changes. The first thing I did is I started going to bed earlier. I knew that I wanted to be able to get up at a certain time so that I could exercise or go on a run or go to the gym. But I knew that in order for me to get into that habit, I was going to have to change the habit of what time I went to sleep. So I knocked out the screen time 30 minutes before bed, got in bed, maybe read a book, maybe did some meditation. And then before long, I'm asleep and I just made one little change. I'm going to get in bed 30 minutes earlier give myself a bedtime. Then after getting to that routine, I said, "Okay, now I'm going to I'm going to add the the wake-up call. I'm going to wake up an hour earlier. That way I can get my exercise in, do some morning reflection or meditation, journaling, whatever it is. And I slowly started to build in new habits, getting myself 1 degree better. Now, am I perfect at this? Absolutely not. I've got ADD, ADHD, It's really hard for me to get into routines. So this is, this is challenging for me. But once I started to realize that if I wanted to see results and if I wanted to accomplish goals and if I wanted to make change, I was going to have to commit to small incremental changes over long periods of time to create massive change and impact. And I've literally seen it work. From just stepping outside, throwing my shoes on, and going for a little jog a mile, then being able to do two miles, then being able to do three miles. And over the course of my marathon training plan, got up to 18 miles. It's the most I've ever run in my entire life in one sitting. That came because of the commitment to make a small incremental change. So, what's one area? of improvement or goal or project that you can wrap your mind around right now. And what's one place of, of small change that you can get one degree better at. And as you start doing that, build in the habit of adding another and then another and then another and then another to put yourself as Andy Stanley would say on the path to get from where you are to where you want to be. As Dr. Elmore would see to get From 211 degrees, which is really, really freaking hot, to 212 degrees, boiling, steaming. And for you to end up where you want to be because you made the decision to make small and incremental changes over this long period of time. It's not going to happen by accident. I could start a whole nother episode right now with this statement right here, but nobody wakes up and is accidentally healthy. Mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, it doesn't happen on accident. If somebody is healthy, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, it's because they committed to make small incremental changes over long periods of time to get them that way. The same is true for every other area of life. So that's my challenge for you. And the reason why I'm challenging you to do this one, because I'm challenging myself and this platform is an opportunity for me to just speak it into existence and speak out what I want to challenge myself with. But two, I think it makes you a better person to be around. I think it makes your life and your lifestyle infectious, something that other people want to model after and follow. It makes you a better mentor. It makes you a better leader. It makes you a better culture builder. And that's what we're all about. Thank you again for tuning in to today's episode. Appreciate you joining me. Go uh, follow us on on social media, Instagram, LinkedIn. Connect with me. I really do appreciate the love and support that we've gotten up until this point. Tune in next week for episode 12. We'll catch you then. Thanks, guys.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode To learn more about Synergetic Culture, we invite you to go to SynergeticCulture.com. Sign up to receive our weekly podcast and blog, and then connect with us on social media. We want to be connected to you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and subscribe to the podcast, and then share our show with the people around you so they too can build a Synergetic Culture. This episode was written and recorded by Adam Bieber, founder and CEO of Synergetic Culture. Synergetic Culture is a registered trademark of Adam Bieber and the Synergetic Culture Company.